So your art has to be something you're interested in enough to create that people want to buy and it also has to be profitable. All three of those components are necessary for a business. Hey friend, it's Precious here. Thank you so much for tuning in. In this episode, I'm going to answer 10 of my most frequently asked questions as a creative artistic business owner. The first question is, how long have I had my creative business? So my business and brand all year round designs is turning two years old this month, but I have been a creative entrepreneur for over 11 years. I've sold many creative things over the last 11 years, like knitted accessories, things I sewed and paintings before launching my graphic design store at the end of 2021. Question two is, how do you start an art business? Well, I covered this in great detail in episode 118, so check that out if you haven't already. First, you need an idea that the market has a demand for and that generates a profit after the sale. So your art has to be something you're interested in enough to create that people want to buy and it also has to be profitable. All three of those components are necessary for a business. You need to figure out how much it costs to make your product and how much the market will pay for it by doing some research. Then you need to buy the materials and create it. And if you're selling online, then you'll need to create a website or upload it to an existing selling platform like Etsy, optimize your listing for search and high conversion with great quality photos by using keywords your target audience is typing into the search bar and by using compelling copy in your description, then promote your art by sharing it on social media or running ads to get your first sales. Question three is what platforms can I sell art on? These are the platforms that I sell my own work on. Etsy, Amazon, Cricut, Creative Market, Michael's Maker Place, and Shutterstock. You can also sell artwork on Redbubble, Gumroad, and even your own website. Do a simple Google search for places you can sell your work because there are a lot of platforms out there and I can't name them all, but the ones I mentioned are ones that I've tried and had great success with. Question four, how long does it take to make money? That depends on the product, your level of motivation, and your level of knowledge. There are some types of artwork that have much more demand than others. Listen to episode 130 to find out the art styles that make the most money. On top of having a high demand product, you also need the motivation to promote those products because they simply will not sell themselves. If you just upload your artwork to Etsy and let it sit there, you might not get your first sale for months and months. But if you put in the effort to share your work on social media and to run well-targeted ads, you will get your first sales much sooner. If you have little to no knowledge on running an online business, then you'll need to know your ideal customer, the person who your artwork is for. I covered this in episode number 40. You need to know search engine optimization, SEO, to learn how to make your art searchable so that customers can actually find it. You also need to know how the sales funnel works and the process that gets people from viewing your artwork to buying it. I cover this in episodes 134, 135, and 139. It also depends on the number of listings you upload. The more listings, the more opportunities you have to be found and to make a sale. Question five is how do you get traffic to your art store? 
I mentioned some of this a little bit earlier. You can get search traffic by writing a listing title and putting in tags that your ideal customer is searching for. I covered that in episode 134. You can also get traffic by promoting your artwork on social media, your email list, places where art buyers actually are. What should you actually say in your promotions? Listen to episode 135 for some great examples. Finally, you can get lots of traffic by using well-targeted ads. I talk about my ad strategy in episode 67. Question six, how do you sell art without sounding like a car salesman. You sell art by pretending you're talking to a friend about art that you're really excited about and trying to convince them to get one for themselves. You also wanna provide some details that are important to your ideal customer, such as where they can display the art, what the artwork is for, maybe it's for a specific holiday, and who they can gift it to. I give you some great examples of compelling copy in episode 135. Question seven is how do you deal with returns and refunds? I deal with returns by having a clear return policy that accounts for several instances. For example, my digital artwork is non-refundable. When it comes to my physical art, in my policy, I state that I will replace all artwork that arrives damaged, but how do you prevent that damage from happening in the first place? By using bubble wrap and making sure that the package is well protected and insured. So I haven't had to replace damaged artwork in years and years. Customers tend to establish more trust if you accept returns, but that doesn't mean that you have to. I have never accepted returns on my store and I still make plenty of sales. You just have to be crystal clear in your product description and your photos, which I cover in episodes 135 and 139. If you wanna accept returns, how many days does the customer have until they can no longer return it? Come up with a policy that protects you as the seller so that the customer knows what to expect upfront. Question eight, is it possible to make passive income as an artist? Yes, it is by selling digital artwork. If you sell digital art on a platform like Etsy, the customer will immediately get a download link to the file after purchase, which means you don't have to do any packing or shipping. You just have to do the work of creating the artwork once and uploading it to your store and promoting it, of course. I talk more about making passive income as an artist in episode 140. Question nine is how do taxes work when making money online? I'm not a tax expert, but I have been filing self-employment taxes for a few years now. You'll most likely be sent a 1099-K form, which reports all of your payments and transactions from online platforms. You'll report this to the IRS. Self-employment taxes are much higher than if you're an employee, so you might end up owing. But if you file self-employment taxes, you can list your business expenses and those can become tax deductions, reducing the amount that you owe and you might even get a nice refund depending on the expenses that you list. And finally, question 10 is, how long does it take from starting an art business to being able to quit your job? That depends on a lot of factors, like I mentioned earlier, the kind of art you're selling, how much you promote your art, which will affect your traffic, how much art you have available for sale, and your level of knowledge and experience. It took me a year and a half to grow my brand to the point where I generate tens of thousands of store views a month, and I make enough income from my art sales to pay my living expenses. But I already had a decade of entrepreneur experience. If you listen to my podcast and you actually implement my advice, and if you reach out to me for consulting services to pinpoint exactly what you need to be selling and exactly how to get enough traffic to your 
your store to get those sales, then you can probably do the same. Otherwise, if you're just a passive listener and you don't work on your store very much, you're not creating and uploading much art, you're not trying to improve your traffic, or you're not looking for other platforms to sell on to increase your revenue streams, to be honest, it probably won't happen for you. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to become a full-time artist. You have to be a student, you have to make decisions quickly, implement advice and take action even if it's just a little bit every single day to optimize your store and to get the traffic that leads to enough sales to quit your job. I'm talking at least tens of thousands of store views a month. Like I said, it took me under two years to get that kind of traffic, but I put a lot of work into my store and into promoting my store to get there, and I already had several years of knowledge and experience. If you don't implement my advice, if you don't reach out for help, and if you don't do the work, it simply will not happen for you. To know and to not do is to not know. Knowledge is information combined with experience. So just being a passive listener of my podcast is not enough to get you to where you want to be. You will need to put in the work, which will then cause you to need to seek out more knowledge when you inevitably run into an issue. When you continue doing the work for some time and increase your knowledge, you get even smarter and also get closer to your goals. So those are my top 10 questions that I get as a creative entrepreneur. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that it helped give you some clarity. Let me know what you thought in the comments below and until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at freelance to full time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams, just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friends, take care.